Hello and welcome to Care Insights with the Outstanding Society, a podcast created to share and celebrate best practice, help others to improve and learn more about the amazing career opportunities within social care. Today's episode discusses the Vivaldi clinical trial led by Professor Laura Shalcross of University College London. Zoe and Professor Shalcross are joined by Deb Smith of Risedale Care Homes and from Black Swan Care Group, Kieran Attree-Jones and Laura Campbell. Both organisations talk about their participation in the trial and the reasons why you should get involved. Welcome to this episode of Care Insights with the Outstanding Society. Today we're going to be talking about the Vivaldi Clinical Trial and I'm delighted to have um, Professor Laura Shalcross, Laura Campbell, Kieran and Deb with us on the call. Could I ask you first, Kieran, to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your role and a bit about Black Swan, please? Of course. So my name is Kieran Attree-James. I'm a regional manager for Black Swan. Um, I've been here for just over two years. Um, My role within the company is I support five of our homes across East Anglia. So we are spread, excuse me, literally across Essex, Suffolk, Norfolk, Lincolnshire, Cambridgeshire. Um, I have five of them services. There's a number of other regional managers and we have a split between us. Um, Black Swan as a company has been going now for nearly 30 years. Um, We started off with one or two care homes. Um, Our directors wanted to create um, good care um, and we've kind of grown and grown and grown. We've recently just purchased two new homes. So we purchased our first one in Suffolk um, up in Sunny Beckles um, and we've also purchased our first home for um, visually impaired uh, residents up in Norwich Um, and we're always looking for new and creative things to sort of do look at and get on board with so yeah exciting times fantastic thanks for that overview um kieran and i see that you've got three outstanding homes which which is absolutely amazing as well if i can move on to you laura also from from black swan can you tell me a bit about yourself and your role within the company Absolutely. Yeah. So, excuse me, I've recently appointed as um, operations support officer for Black Swan. So relatively new, Um, already been out to um, four of our homes, which has been an absolute delight. Um, My position is the operations support officer and I work alongside Susan, who's our operations director. So supporting Susan and the management team and working closely with the regional managers. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Laura. If I can come over to you, please, um, Deb, now. Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, my name's uh, Deb Smith and I work for um, a wonderful company called Rysdale Estates Limited here in the Lake District, uh, primarily in Barrow and Furness. But we do have one one home or or one site um, out on the beach um, between Barrow and Ulverston. Um, I've actually worked for Risedale since 1994 uh, when I moved up here from Bolton um, from the NHS actually um, and I, it was literally just a stopping gap um, until I joined the um, the NHS team here in the Lakes um, but I'm still here working in health and social care working for a really good company uh, which I continue to really enjoy 
um, as health and safety manager, um, which I wasn't originally health and safety manager, but I always had an interest in that. And Risedale um, clocked it, basically. They clocked that Deb likes health and safety. She's really into this. Um, um, so they put me through a lot of courses, et cetera. And in 2002, I became health and safety manager. Um, on top of that, my uh, one of my roles is infection control lead for the group, um, which has obviously um, been quite, um, what's the words, uh, difficult during uh, the recent years. Um, so I was very, very pleased um, when my boss, Barbara, uh, mentioned the validate and would I be happy to um, become involved in it and lead with it. Fantastic. Thanks so much. And it's it's lovely to see, hear you so, so passionate about the role that you're in. Thank you. And and Laura, do you mind introducing yourself, please? Yeah, thanks, Zoe. Um, I'm Laura Shellcross. I'm a public health doctor by background and professor at UCL. And I lead the uh, Vivaldi study, which was set up during the pandemic to support the response to COVID in care homes. And so that study's now been running since May 2020, so nearly three years, unbelievably. And uh, we've recently set up a new study called Vivaldi CT, Vivaldi Clinical Trial. And that's really trying to build on what we've learnt in the main Vivaldi study over the last three years from working with providers to think about how we can generate evidence quickly to inform policy. And so what the trial's all about is trying to understand, does it make sense to still regularly test care home staff for COVID to protect residents from severe infection? And as all of you in care homes will know, there's been so much testing throughout the pandemic. And at the beginning, it was absolutely critical, especially before vaccines, to keep infection out. But now things have changed so much, people are vaccinated, the risk of severe infection is much lower. And we know that there are lots of downsides to testing too. People don't like doing it, it takes time. And sometimes it leads to people having to go off sick, shortages in staff and so forth. So what we really want to do is to get a, a holistic assessment of the pros and cons of testing. So we can say to policymakers, well, actually, it does make sense to keep doing this, or maybe it doesn't, or maybe it does under, under certain circumstances. So that's the whole goal of this study. And we've been delighted to be able to start working with the providers on the call today, and uh, hopefully more providers to make this a success. Fantastic. Um, would like to personally thank you, Laura, for, for what you've achieved during COVID. And I think taking this study forward now, I think is an amazing opportunity for social care. Um, thank you very much for giving an overview. Kieran, can I come to you as a regional manager of Black Swan Group? What's the importance of creating a culture of research within your organisation? And how does it have a positive impact on the people within your care, relatives, stakeholders, and also teams throughout the organisation? I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think for us, it's, it's important to create that culture because anybody who's been in and around social care knows that it's constantly changing. It's such a fast paced um, industry. You know, we're, we're obviously heavily regulated. You know, we have lots of eyes on us, especially with COVID. And I think it's really, really important that we continue to keep up with um, new ideas, new things that are happening, also trialing things to see actually do they work and do they not work? 
we as a company very much have a culture of do you know what we we will try something and if it doesn't doesn't work well actually let's look at it why doesn't it work how can we improve it what can we do differently what can we learn not just us as a company actually how can we share that with stakeholders how can we share that with other providers um we sit on a couple of boards with providers in essex you know and we like to share what we're doing so it's really really important um <clears throat> the importance i think for our families and our residents is that actually you know we deliver a high standard of care that's what we pride ourselves on you know we've got our outstanding homes which we are very proud of and outstanding is what we are reaching for all of our homes but we know to get that outstanding you have to be new you have to be innovative um, and you need to keep pushing forward for our residents actually they shouldn't see much difference and i think that's the positive to it because actually for them, all they need to know is actually they're, they're seeing the best care actually behind the scenes. You know, you, we know you're never going to keep COVID out. You know, it, it, that it just doesn't happen. People come in, people go out. But actually by having an open culture of trialing things, actually we know with our hands on our hearts as a company, we're doing everything we can to keep our residents and our staff safe and our visitors and everybody who walks through our threshold on a daily basis, you know, whoever they are, you know, we can proudly say that, do you know what? We're doing our best to keep you safe. Fantastic. Thank, thanks very much, Kieran. And I think, I think, would you agree that in social care research can be a bit of a scary subject, but ultimately, if you look at what we're trying to achieve, it's, looking at improving the lives of people living within the service and people visiting the service as well 100 percent. i think um you know my my experience working in social care for now nearly 20 years is that when you mention the word study everybody automatically thinks the nhs um doesn't you know it never looks at social care um I, you know i think i talk on behalf of a lot of providers when i say that for many years we in social care have kind of felt like you know the, the poor relation i think the vivaldi project and other projects you know research bits that have been done over covid have really shone a light on how important social care is to make mm -hmm. the whole system work and you know deb's i'm sure you know you guys had the same you know without the care homes during covid you know the hospitals were swamped as it was actually Absolutely. they would yeah. never have been able to have coped without us i hope no. also for this project and my plea for other providers is that look you know we've all sat there we've all moaned we've all said you know we've we haven't been part of the bigger picture this is an opportunity to be part of a bigger picture and to really mold how we do it you know people moan about testing people moan about this well actually get involved let's shape something so that at least we can turn around and go well actually we've presented everything we've supported it and we've done what we can so you know I, I'm, my plea to anybody listening you know providers is get involved help us to help the policy makers make the right decisions rather than do to us actually let's work with people and do it together fantastic thanks kieran and and deb's i see that yeah. you're nodding in agreement um, absolutely um, i kieran. couldn't put it better myself really Excellent. um yeah i mean um as, as a as a little company uh down in 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 um in the Lake District, um, we do pride ourselves on, like Kieran was talking about, um, the NHS and now the, the the studying and this, that, and the other. 
as at Risedale here, which I didn't mention as I, as I did my introduction, we we have actually got our own training centre, um, and we've successfully and continue to um, uh, train our own nurses. Originally, it was assistant practitioners, um, and we went on to um, do top ups to nursing, and we continue to do the nursing degree. Uh, so we do have um, probably about forty self-trained nurses, um, which I think, again, um, as far as like the Vivaldi study is concerned, th these guys are really into it. You know, the students within the NHS, they also do placements within our homes and they're loving to get involved in it. They might be in the intervention home one of the days or they might go then to the control arm, um, homes um, and, and the the just really happy to be part of it and interested in the, the, the process of it and can include it within the, their learning, really. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Debs. And can I ask you, um, for providers interested in taking part in this study, you, you've already started participating. Mm. Um, yeah. Can you tell me a bit about the process and how easy it was to onboard and the benefits that you see of participating? Yeah, um, it, it was all very quick, um, but with a lot of support from the team, with Laura um, and other members of, of the team, um, everything's given to you. you all the information um, via webinars, um, all the packs that you need to pop out in the in the homes with information, the leaflets, and the process really is so easy to, to do. And once you've actually got everything in the home, spoken to the staff, done the training, explain why these guys are doing twice a week testing and these guys aren't. Um, they, they've really sort of got on board with it. They totally um, understand why we're doing it. And, and for them, as, as testing and uh, if they did um, an asymptomatic test and became found they were positive, they would rather not be at work, if you will, for the fear of, of causing harm to the, the residents that they love and they care for. Um, albeit there is the concern around the financial issues, um, this, this, this still would, words, I'll quote some staff, I'd never forgive myself if I made one of our residents unwell. Albeit that we are seeing that, that um, like Laura said initially, that, that the residents who do have COVID are, are not suffering such um, severe um, illnesses as previously, um, we do still obviously um, they do still become unwell. Others not symptomatic at all. So yeah, it's been an easy process so far. Um, we are um, sort of doing the testing, doing the data. Uh, now the data aspect of it looks quite daunting, but it's very very simple. Um, all we need to do is is we have a. Um, um, the Excel sheet that we send off once a week, everything's in there um, that the, the, the trial requires and we just answer the questions and boom, off it goes. So it, it's very simple um, and it's very worthwhile because at the end of the day, we want what's best for our residents Fantastic. and of course the staff. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that, Debs. That's and Sasha okay. I don't know whether you wanted to come in just about the process at all and, and how easy it is. 
Yeah, thank you. And it, it's really great to hear from Deb so that it, it is simple because that's mm. really what we were aiming for. I mean, one thing we've really learned in the wider Vivaldi study is you've got to keep it simple. And people have so much to do that it is not reasonable to ask people to collect lots of information for you. And so every time we try and design anything now, we try and think about how can we use existing data systems? How can we minimize the work that's falling in particular on frontline staff? So great to hear that that seems to be working. And, you know, we're always open to ideas for making it simpler. But I, I, I was um, really heartened also by what Kieran said earlier about the need to test things out and find out what works. And that really speaks to, you know, that's at the core of research. And, and I think there is, there's always the risk. You don't want to be doing things that don't work. And if you don't test different ideas, then you don't know which ones are effective and which aren't. And so it's about being efficient as well and not wasting people's time. And so you know, I think the more we can have a culture where we're testing things out and doing the effective things, everybody benefits from that. So yeah. thank, thank you, Professor Shellcross. If I can come to you now, Laura, from Black Swan, you have three homes rated outstanding by the CQC. Can you tell me how you think being involved in research in social care goes towards a good and outstanding rating from the CQC and how this benefits the residents and teams within your care? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, for me, I think what's what's valuable to CQC um, as a provider is the partnership working, um, particularly under the Chloe's of, of well-led and responsive, but sharing best practice. Um, and I think it's important to give staff and residents the opportunity to get involved in research and give them their voices and, and to be heard within the whole um, care home system, really, and um, within the community. That gives them the purpose um, and they can actually influence decisions within the sector. Um, it's it's an opportunity to to network with other residents in different um, different homes and the staff within the group also but outside the group with um, with professionals um, even universities etc um, sharing experiences and lessons learned so really going back to the the point of um, the partnership working and giving our residents that opportunity to have a voice and to share and share their experience, I think is 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 the big part of of what CQC and ourselves will find valuable. Um, so we are excited about the Vivaldi trial. I'm excited to get involved with it. And um, there have been discussions with the staff and residents around it. And um, we're looking forward to sharing that experience. Fantastic. Thanks, Laura. And I loved what you said about, about teams and, and residents actually influencing decisions within the sector as well. I think that's key. Mm. If I could come across to, to Debs and Kieran, please, just for thought final thoughts why do you think home should be involved with with this short trial um can i come to you first of all debs what would you say to encourage people to get involved um well, as i said earlier it, it, i mean it, it it's um an easy process to to become involved in um once it's up and running uh, it becomes even easier and and as we we've all said um it is for the obviously for the benefit of the residents and and the teams and and health and social care um 
sector as a whole. Fantastic. Thanks, Debs. And can I come across to you, Kieran, for final words? I think for for us, you know, for us guys who've worked, you know, in the pandemic for the last three years, you know, we have seen, you know, the very worst. We've also seen the very best. Um, we've also felt put upon. We've also been worked with. I think for me to have this opportunity um, and for other providers to have this opportunity to shape and mould what we do, you know, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take the opportunity to to push things forward and actually get our voices heard in social care alongside those of our partners in the NHS and actually put social care where it deserves to be, which is at the forefront of government policy as well as local policy. You know, we we're very proud of what we do in social care, but we're not very good at sometimes standing up and telling people how good we are because it's just what we do. But do you know what? This is an opportunity to say, you know what, we're part of this amazing, amazing trial that can shape it and help it. And actually, we all know things often spur off from, you know, you start in one place, you end up somewhere else. But that's the beauty of research and where where we want to be. So any providers listening to this, you know, please don't be scared. You know, let's just do it and let's see where we end up. Fantastic. Thanks, Kieran. I think it is such an exciting opportunity for social care. I'd like to thank the panel um, for contributing today. And if anybody is interested in being involved in this short, short trial, then please contact us at the Outstanding Society and we'll put you in contact with, with Professor Showcross and their team at UCL. Many thanks. To find out more about the Vivaldi Research Project, please contact the Outstanding Society either by visiting our website, which is www.theoutstandingsociety.co.uk or email us at info at theoutstandingsociety.co.uk. The Outstanding Society is a community interest company. It's free to join and is open to everyone. You don't need to have an outstanding rating to be a member. 